0: Welcome, everybody, to ATW, All Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Max, as always, along with my co-host, Steve. Hello there. (laughs) Hello there, (laughs) Obi-Wan. Today's one's a bit different. As you read from the title, it's NXT. This is the first time we've actually covered an NXT from start to finish. But there will be Smackdown. Possibly tomorrow. If not, you you get it in time. And I'll be with. Myself and Steve doing that for you. And Steve's gone quiet in the background.
1: Fine, I'll listen to the the other host.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, before we get into the matches, what would you rate NXT out of 10?
1: Top 10 such a big number. Um, yeah, obviously, before you go in matches, I'd, I'd give it, it was it was over average, which is, I mean, NXT has been good for weeks, but I'd say this one was, I'd give it about a six or a seven.
0: Um, I'd probably give it about. About five, because there were some spots where I just thought we really need to see that, and did it have to be dragged out that long? Mm. We'll we'll jump right into it, and then at the end we'll do our usual. If you've got any updates or anything you'd like to add to the to a podcast then we'll do it afterwards so basically we we open with William Regal in the ring with a table of cloth over it and then he asks the, the female wrestlers to come out now at this point We knew he was going to do something major. And the first thing I thought was, well, you've got female wrestlers out, so it's only going to be one of two, either a new women's title belt, or they're going to have their own tag team belts. Which for me, I was happy for because it sets up for more possibilities now, as it was revealed that um, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez got their own tag team titles for apparently for all the hard work to be done in actually getting there. Would you, would you agree with that? Well,
1: I've got a bit of a scoop. So um, apparently, you know, when they did the Dusty Classic, um, mm. with a women's Dusty Classic, obviously the men's one, but did the a women's one for the first time. Um, apparently when they, they actually did the women's Dusty Cup final bracket, um, which was the, two, well, obviously they'd go into it later, but basically with well, Cal and uh, Dakota Kai actually won it in there, um. And they were supposed to get the belts on the last big um, event. On the same night they won the Dusty Cup, they were supposed to have um, the tag team titles then. But apparently the tag team titles wasn't ready then. So this was the perfect opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm going to agree with the fact that they had deserved it um, to win it because there was a the most dominant team out the lot. I mean, there was a lot of makeshift. There was a lot of makeshift teams in there, which was. I'm not saying they was not deserving, but they need a bit more time together. Whereas Raquel and Kai have spent the last probably year together, and they've got pretty good tag team chemistry. Usually, so uh, yeah, it was well deserved. The only thing I was going to say, Max, is this. Do you know when they got the people out together and they were all stood in a row, all the women on the um, the ramp? Yeah. Now, just bear with me. So this thing where, I don't know, I've, I've seen this before, why put all the women, even if they're in feud with each other, next to each other in a line?
0: I don't know. It's going kind to of be one of those mysteries. It's like, when you break up with the next, you don't expect to be standing in line, going, "Oh, well, I've not seen you for ages," and realize the next day, "Why was I standing next to that person?"
2: Mm.
0: Um, for me, it was it was all right, but the only snag I have of it, on which. It was a fair point because we had uh, Shorty Black and then Moon come out and say like, "Well, you might have won it, but you didn't really take us on." And which I think they've got a fair point in that because they can't say they defeated the rest of them, but not not actually had a match with them to actually say they've defeated the women's tag teams Mm -hmm. I don't know and at that point I started getting all all happy and giddy at the fact that we were going to get like a a title defence later on in the night Mm -hmm. I was like wouldn't it be wouldn't it be good if If they retain the titles, then somewhere down the line they go to Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and say, look, we've got titles now, so let's see who the better women's tag teams are.
1: Mm. Um, There was another reason why they made these titles, obviously. for the, the tag, uh, the women's tag team titles is because there is a stacked roster of women on NXT, and not everybody's going to get a chance to obviously wrestle if they just did the ones what float over from Raw and SmackDown to come on NXT. So it gives them a better platform, I think, to show how many different wrestlers they've got. Um, but who do you? I mean, obviously, the, you saw Shotzi and Amber Moon, that's been t- teaming for the last... I think it's the last few months since Amber Moon returned. So it's, it was quite it was quite a good idea to let these two challenge Raquel and Kai. Yeah, because I, I looked and I just thought... Yeah, they,
0: they were strong strong team when they're together but the one thing that kept back in my mind was why why Raquel comes out of a jacket on she's got a leather trousers but if you're in the US it's leather pants why Dakota Kai comes out with like a shirt that's like It just makes her look like she's just woke up, put a shirt on, and went, I can't be bothered, <laughs> dressing the rest.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can see where you're coming from, nowhere. Um But <sighs> we'll get to that match and I'll, I'll tell you what I think about it when we get there.
0: Yeah, we'll We'll get there. Um, the first match of the night, which I thought was a bit, I'd say premature put, to put it on. I thought it would be more of a towards the end of the show match to put on, which was uh, Tony Storm versus Ayushira for. NXT Women's Championship Mm -hmm. so early on in the night. I mean, props to to both of them for putting on a good show. But like I say, I wasn't as hyped for it because it was on so early. If it was on a bit later on, I'd be like, oh yeah, this was worth the wait.
1: Yeah, it's a difficult one, mate, because I just, I mean, I, I'm not, I've not, I've, I've obviously, the broader history of the match, um, but I actually, I've, I've watched Io Shirai quite a lot now, obviously, because she's come into NXT. I've seen all the most of her matches, what's been on NXT. Um, and I thought this defence was quite, I think they cut it short In parts. I mean, I obviously can complain about timing as much as you want, but um, I do believe it was in the wrong slot. I thought that one of the other matches should have been first. Um, And then this one could have been later on in the night, which would give it better build-up. It just felt like, to me, they just got, oh, well, just have this match now. Nobody really cares much about it was just to get on now. It was a great match though. I enjoyed
0: it. Yeah. I respect Iowa Shira more because she's incorporating two wrestlers that I think she kind of looks up to because she does the 619 but in her own sense. And then she's keeping the memory of Chris Namara alive. life by doing the diving headbutt, then a crossface as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're not like trying to rename it, they just go, oh, she's put her in into the crossface. It's like, wow, you never hear that on Raw or SmackDown. It's only NXT that they just go diving headbutt, uh, <laughs> crossface. And um, obviously when this was when this was on, I think it was um national women's women's day.
1: Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: you, you were gonna say something earlier on, but I cut you off.
1: It's fine. I was just gonna I was just gonna say that the thing is Ian e. Shabali's finishes a she, I think there's more. T- I think she's a bit like Asuka, where she Aska that she has a lot of different moves. The thing, what the funniest thing about this match was this, like, right? So Tony Storm it's Storm Zero. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. I could be wrong. And I thought, right, Storm Zero, I've seen her finish. Everybody with his kit. I thought it was going to be one of them things where it was going to be a straight up finisher and that'd be it. But they actually put a bit more storyline in it, and I think they just wanted this this one to say right, here you know, Shirai going to. But you're right about the crossfaces faces and the um, the headbutt thing. Um, but there's, I say, she's quite a cultured wrestler. I think Storm is slightly different. She's a bit more rough and tumble, isn't she? Yeah.
0: Um, all in all, I thought it was a it was a good match. It was a good title defence on Shearer's side because she won the match. Um, but at least you can see now that Tony Storms had a chance, and she didn't get a fourth win over her. I also got thinking when I watched Tony Storm, I thought my created wrestler on 2K17 is called Jack Storm. And I thought Tony, Tony Storm stole the last name because I, I had Jack Storm before Tony Storm came on the scene. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, before we go into the next one, it was announced that uh, Mighty Molly is going to the, I think it was, I think it's, it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, or well, some people might know is Molly Holly but for others that don't don't know when Molly Holly was with a hurricane she was called Mighty Molly and if you want to put your head in your hand and go cringe just go watch on YouTube or when she comes out But it was it was good to see um, uh, Beth Phoenix sit in the commentary and just go, yeah, it's my it's my month, it's National Women's Day. And it's just like, yeah, we know because you've shown like the that I well, the girls um, advert for what female inspires you the most? I think we must have seen that about a couple of times.
1: I was just saying, did you notice of the women said uh, Charlotte Flair? I'm
0: just like, you want to look up to someone that A, is a good wrestler, or B, with the sources I've got, don't think you want to look up to the to Charlotte Flair and not after what I've what I've seen to be true.
2: Mm.
0: Same same with um, Sasha Banks. I've, let's just say the pair of them you kind of have to kinda of have to say to yourself, Try not to think about what you saw, but just focus on what you're looking at now. Mm-hmm. Um, match following the Tony Storm at Iowa-Shira match. We have uh, Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunne. What did you think to this?
1: Well, uh, um, this was a squash match. because um, I knew for a fact I'm not I've watched Jake Atlas and I was building him up and building him up and went, he's gonna get beat by Pete Dunn, surely. In, not quick, but when when you've watched Dunn's matches, he's more aggressive. And obviously he's um just love watching his style of wrestling when he starts manipulating body parts. And it just, Jake Atlas didn't seem like he was at Dunn's level at all in this match at all. He just seemed to put a few moves together and then nothing. Uh, But Dunn, Dunn was very strong in this match.
0: Yeah, the only problem I had with this match was at some point, is somebody going to tell Dunn make it, because I don't think he actually breaks the fingers. He just does it to a point where it's like I'm not sure if he if he has done it or he's just got to a limitation where he can't do it any further because if he keeps doing it, it's like everyone he's wrestled and nobody would be wrestling the the next night. No, but it's. It just seems like is that all you can do is just like twist somebody's arm and then start like pulling their fingers apart. So I mean it was like it was cute when you first came into the business. I and mean, then it was just like now it's just annoying. Just a bit. And then we had to a video package as well. You um, might have to help me out with the name. Uh, there was a that was sat in like a cafe in, in Ireland. Ireland. Uh, saying all my travel things have been been uplifted now so I can come over to US to kick you to kick your ass now. There's nothing stopping me.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're on about now. Yeah, you're on about Devlin. Yeah. J- J- shall I fill you in on the story? Sure. So the reason why there's two cruiserweight champions is because um, Jason Devlin was in NXT US. Um, He won the title, uh, and then he got told to go to, he must have had some sort of travel issues or something. So he had to go back home, uh, took the Cruiserweight Championship with him. He's been defending it on NXT UK, and obviously the US NXT made their own Cruiserweight Championship thing. And that obviously got won by Mr. Escobar. So there's two different cruiserweight things, and we've been waiting for Devlin to come back to the US to just try and sort out who is the real champion.
0: Is this going to be another case of um, Intercontinental belt again? Sammy Zane, Intercontinental Champion. Jeff Hardy, Intercontinental Champion. Then we get a match to see who's the actual real champion. Because if if that's going to be the case, it'll be like well, it'll be interesting to see how it goes down. But it'll also be a snore as well, because it's like seen that. What's next?
1: I'm not really invested in this match either. I'm not really invested in the, the the cruiserweight thing because the thing is, if if Escobar wins, yeah, he's a cruiserweight champion, but he's been cruiserweight champion for a lot long, really long, and nobody's been able to beat him. If Devlin wins, does that mean he's back on the next US?
0: Um, I'm not sure, but it'd be one one to keep an eye out on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now that the next match we go on to, this is one that had me jumping for joy in trying not to, to get too excited over. And we had Black Blackheart and Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzale for the Women's Tag Team. Now I was, I was happy when they de- declared that the match would be taking place
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I kind of thought I was a bit rushed into it in the title defence. I should have just let him defend it a couple of weeks and then and say look you're going to lose it in a couple of weeks. Not mm-hmm. um boom, in the same night.
1: Yeah. Um I got two issues to be aware with this match. Um, one was if you're gonna give the titles, the, the current hold, the the first hole was the belt. Why didn't they make this a non-title match to then make them the number one contender? Um, and the other thing was with what happened in the match itself then does that make the the, the first ever champions make them look weak
0: I, I think it did actually because um, going from the Dusty Rhodes women's tag team toward them and it was like yeah they came out strong but when they got the titles, it's just like, oh, we seem to. That was like getting the titles was their Achilles heel. It was just like, oh, we'll give them a strong. Get the titles, like, oh no, we're now weak.
1: you think they just rushed it?
0: Yeah, I think they did a bit. I'm not complaining because my favorite female wrestler has actually got some gourd around the waist.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it really helps that Amber Moons would do as well, because she's got the experience, hasn't she, as well?
0: I just love how they they come down on the, the tank. <laughs> and, and when you get you just think. How, how are you actually making it move? It just looks like a toy.
1: I love the tank, though. It's just good.
0: I wish I just fired the missile now and again. Because <laughs> every time I'm sat there watching NXT, any time... Well, oh, in the past it's just been pay-per-views. But anytime I see shots you come out of the tank, I'm like, go on, shoot it, shoot it. Sometimes I'm happy and sometimes I'm not. Mm.
1: Um do you remember the Robbie, Did you remember the uh, Robert Stone brand thing with the tank?
0: Yeah. <laughs> straight, to goo- straight to the, straight to the goodies <laughs> Yep, that was it. <laughs> um, and know what you're going to say about this next one. Um, we had Caden Carter v uh, Zaya Lee. Yeah. Now, I like, I like that she's got a bit of martial arts, but it's not a martial arts tournament. We don't need to see how many kicks you can do and how many punching in the airs you can do. But if, you, if you're going to come out dominant, do not try to be like the undertaker with the entrance. Because after about you know, 20 seconds, I got bored of looking at, oh, there's steam going up and there's something happening in the background. I was just like, get on with it. I've got things to do today. I don't want to still be sat here waiting for you to actually get into the ring. And then when she does actually start coming down, I was like, yes, she's getting into a ring. Then she starts doing all that martial arts crap. I was like, man, that's another five minutes before we actually get anything done. So, how did you think the match went?
1: Um, Well, obviously. Because of the storyline, this match was bound to happen, but I do agree with the fact that Zaylee Lee takes so long to get the ring. I thought oh, even Undertaker might have passed her on the ramp. Um, I just I don't know. I mean, it's most of Zaylee's Lee's matches, what she's had since she's changed the gimmick, has been squash matches. Um the, the the but the most annoying part of this match was there really wasn't a winner because it, it got all a bit sloppy, and then there was interferences And oh my god! I mean, she's not even a other other buildings. Ile to be to try and get up the women's division. The thing is, if the if she if the replay this match again in another week's time or whatever, then I, I want to just I want what the what the need to do is what they do on other shows sometimes. They don't even get an end like the Pete Dunn and um, Jack uh, Atlas match. Atlas was already in the ring near enough before Dunn got there. That's what they ought to done with Xia Lee things. They just they need to just cut a rendering some weeks and just let it get straight into a match. It yeah. wasn't a very long match and it would just feel like a, fill, a filler rather than an actual match. What meant anything?
0: Yeah, the only thing that. That got me back watching it was when um, Ken Tanzara and um, battered Lee with with the crutch, mm-hmm. and then we had Boa, which was uh, one of the look like a, like a mentor or something or bodyguards come in the ring and snap the snap the crutch in half and uh me, me ying sent so, a uh, anomalous hand signal to boa before uh, carter yeah uh, struck in the back with another crotch that's the one you you go on if just for people thinking I'm actually going on about something else that sounds the same <laughs> but I'm just wondering if this me Ying is this the same one from Retribution or am I just thinking of two different people?
1: two different people. Me, me, him and me. Ying. I think. Because the one from retro I mean, after... do you do you think that I've I've been watching Zaya Lee since she come back and did this gimmick. Do you actually think they're going to actually tell you who this person is in this chair? They're going to reveal who it is is it going to be a superstar that we haven't seen in ages? Or is it just going to be so, just going to be sat in the chair for months on month? end?
0: Um I think at some point they're going to tell us because what, what WE seems to do is they'll keep you guessed and then just when you, you're just about to give up or they they can't keep the charade up any longer they'll just go oh this is this person I can see I can see a revolution coming up against them and they just go right we've taken Boa out we've taken Lee out now, we're going to see who's who's been the puppet master here. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we go into the next one, I really want to get hold of whoever runs NXT, Bash their heads against the wall and be like, stop doing screen to screen adverts. We do not want to sit there and watch about half an hour's worth of trailers that you watch once and then somehow it's like you didn't catch it the first time, did you? Here it is again. So basically, while well, you're seeing like a, a bigger screen of adverts, you've got a smaller screen of what's going on, but no audio. So you're just like sat there going, Yeah, I, I love being. I love being deaf for a moment. And that's no no stab at people who are deaf.
1: Well, would you like would you allow know, like me to give me my uh, my take on what these things are like? So I've watched this this just by the way, this doesn't just happen on XT either. This happens on another brand that we watch at Wrestling. And you sat there and you think I'm really interested in this match, but then the tech two, the tick. I think I've worked this out by the way. There's about five or six adverts on each of these. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, pictures, perfect something, picture something, and it comes on and it's like, how can you, how can you enjoy the match and. Apparently, this is really bad, and I've I've been told this. My mate tried doing this the other night, so I'll tell you. He tried watching two screens at once. So imagine trying to watch... He he can't concentrate very well, and i I I do my best to try and not miss much in the match, but why make one screen bigger than the other? If they're going to make an advert, just make it in the little bottom corner where you're not going to take much notice of it.
0: I know it's just like if you watch War of SmackDown, it's like we're not putting any of that crap on, we're showing you the matches. But with NXT, it's good for the actual um, fighting that goes on, but for entrance music, it's like you just turn up a bit more because you can't hear a damn thing watch some plays, but you go into, like, raw smackdown. it's like, yeah, I get that there's no audience there at the moment, but at least they you can go, alright, oh, that's what that music sounds like. Because um, sometimes I've actually had to go to YouTube to look up the music and listen to it and go, okay, I kind of get what that sounds like now. Um before we go into the next one. I forgot to mention when Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon won the titles, they went backstage and they they got all hugs from the other female wrestlers. Um had now, I remember seeing the two women for the from the Gargano family. And not, yeah. not impressed what what was going on. And then we had uh, Johnny come up and start talking to them. And then the one that went to, to therapy went, did you pay the the therapist off and he was like yeah therapy don't don't come free and then Johnny you start going on on about Dexter's Luna, belt everything else and then I think at one point um how to go is his manhood area which sent I sent Austin off in, it is Austin, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Austin Terry, yes.
0: yeah. I sent Austin off in a, a fury. In which later on in the night we discovered that there was gonna be a match next week between him and Dexter Luna. Which I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to because uh I've not seen Dexter Lumis, uh wrestle since um, I think it was War Games.
1: Really? Oh.
0: Yeah, it was this one went up against um, um Grimes. <laughs> that's that's how long I've I've not seen him.
1: Can't just say something about Dexter Loomis though, right? I love his character. I love the fact he's a bit creepy. I love the fact that his, his wrestling style is quite out there. But his actual like it's like when he was um he was Halloween Havoc's host. He didn't say anything, he just made matches. Which made more sense by drawing them.
0: Uh, I know you can I think it's cameo you can get him on there and I've I've watched some of the videos I'm like people paying whatever amount it was just for a video of him just like staring at you (laughs) I was thinking please put some signs up what else did we see in the night? Have we seen... Carry on.
1: I was going to say, do, 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 is, is this before or after the Balor match? Um, the one where um, Io Shirai came up to Rukal Carl Gonzalez?
0: Um, I think it might be before because the Balor match was the last match.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the way that went down, I thought was a bit strange, that you've got Raquel Gonzalez sat down, and you've got the Kai on the right-hand side. If you've watched the NXT uh, show, you know the positions I'm talking about. You know, for some reason, you've got the, the reporter in the middle asking a stupid question of, how do you feel because they've just lost? And you're just thinking, shouldn't you be on the other side? Because you kind of crowded in. Well, yeah, when when she went up to Raquel and said, I want to face you next, I thought. That's a good uh, champion. You still there?
1: Yeah, i will just. I was waiting to see what you were saying then. Um, to be fair, this, apart from the Cal Gonzalez for that women's championship, NXT women's championship. There's nobody else, and I mean it's a great match for takeover. I'm just I, I wanted to give him a little bit of a build up, to be fair, um, which he'll deserve because like the need to give it time to build up the attack. The need, obviously, they need them both to build a bit of character and storyline. They don't want to just jump into it next week. Um, they want to just do it on a two, two, two night takeover when that happens. Um, that to me is going to be a match where see, this is another thing about Shirai, isn't it? Shirai, if she keeps other the titles, she'll have it a year when they get to WrestleMania weekend.
0: Yeah, because we... don't we have the NXT view first? or was that after?
1: Um... It was last year, mate, it was a blur. Um but I know for a fact Shirai's done really well with the tile, as long as she's had it. She's been defending champions, you can't really deny her. the only funny thing what she's done in the old time was at war games when she went in the trash can.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a bit um a bit funny.
1: Uh, but yeah, it should be a good match. Whatever they do with the recal, I hope there's a bit like I say, all but I hope there's some build up and storyline before they actually face off, and not just go, "Oh, right, they're facing this week," and no build up. And the
0: other thing we got, I uh, got to mention is, um, in for Imper- Imperia, uh, did a, a video. Without, without Walter saying that, we're still trying to get Thatcher to join. And if Thatcher was to join, and um, Champa could join as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But for some reason, I, I keep looking at him, look at Champa just thinking, how do you get old so fast? Because last time I see him, there wasn't like a, a grey hair on him. And now you see him walk up and it's just like, oh, we're not, we're not going to go with them. And then he walks away after he said, it's funny how he sent the other members of Imperial to do his bidding while he sits back in and does nothing and then just leaves. And then that actually gives that look of he might be considering it. Um,
1: yeah, well that segment with the Imperium guys, the three of them, the problem with what they've got is they can't bring Walter over to the US brand because he's the current NXT UK champion. So I can't see how this storyline is going to work. If if Thatcher joins the Imperium, then how does where does where does Champa go to? Because he's the one that's obviously made this. Respect, respectful team with um, Thatcher so it's Champa and Thatcher is a good, they're a good team they're a bit too crazy guys but they're a good team but I just don't see why they brought Perium period mother because they're really a UK brand
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to find out when this this two night NXT pay-per-view is going to happen
1: Did you like what they've called it?
0: Um, I forgot what they've called it now.
1: Standard Deliver. What
0: are they going to do? Get adamant to sing it?
1: That's the first thing that came to mind when that came on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's going to be a good idea, but for both of us, has been commentators it's just going to be a case of do we do a podcast at the end of every night or do you wait till the nights are finished and then just do it in one podcast
1: um probably one podcast would probably cover it because i mean it's going to be two nights and they're not they're going to be two hours each surely um I can't see them going a the full stretch because what they're essentially doing is making the NXT like they do with the WrestleMania doing it two nights. But the thing is, how can they? The problem with it is is that the ultimate, the men's world title, um, yeah, NXT Championship men's one, that ought to be on one night and the women's should headline the first night. So then it works out better like that. But there's going to be a hell of a lot of matches on these cards.
0: I mean, we're going to have a, a work card out anyway, because I've just looked at the WrestleMania and Stand and Deliver.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, basically, we've got... I need to go back on that one now. The 7th of April April, to the 8th of April, we've got stand and deliver. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And we get one day rest before the 10th of April, which is WrestleMania. And then the 11th of April for the second part of it. So it's just like, Do we have to, is WE doing this on purpose that we've got to sit through one one pay-per-view that's on two nights and then in 24 hours or 48 hours, we've got another two nights to sit through.
1: Well, John, matters even worse, there, Max, if you look at it this way. Over so many different brands, um, there's sacrifice. This uh, there's impacts. Sacrifice pay-per-view this Saturday. Then the following week is well, isn't it, Isn't it sacrifice this week and then fast? When's fast lane? Fast lanes in the two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got a pay-per-view nearly every single week coming. So, it's, it's going to get hectic. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, it depends with me, but I can probably... I think they did just with WrestleMania. I tried to do two nights in a row. It was very difficult because I'd had one late night, tried to get to sleep and then watch it again. I did all right. Um... How many how many matches we're we thinking that's going to be on these two cards though?
0: Um, I'll I'll look into that. Well, oh yeah, before we go into the next match, mm-hmm. for all the, um, I'm going to say. DC fans, if you've ever watched Martian Manhunter and what he wears, look at Finn Balor's new t-shirt, which is black with with a red cross. And then go look at Martian Manhunter and you're bound to see See where we got it from. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I see him, I think it's Martian Man. I'm like, no, it's not.
1: I do like the fact that I've put Ballers have kept balla's music the same though. Yeah,
0: there it is. That it is good. Um not seen anything yet for for matches. Um,
1: So usually an NXT takeover slash pay-per-view sort of thing, it's usually about four to five matches on the card. So you're probably looking at nearly 10 matches over two nights.
0: Yeah. Um just having the... I'm just having a look at the fast lane. Uh, it says on here for the kickoff show. We're going to see the uh, now that's gone out of the way. Now on the kickoff show, we're going to have a raw tag team championship: the New Day versus the Hurt Business.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when we do actually get into fast lane, we're going to have. And Mr. Ferrari, first riddle for the US championship. Mm -hmm. This actually goes into it. All right. this thing's just been a bit temperamental
1: it's all right we'll we'll we can just go back to it if you
0: it's it's loaded now so i'll just i'll just finish it off um obviously we, we know there's going to be Nia Shane the Bees of the Defending the titles against Sasha Banks in Bella.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And also there's going to be, I think they just added this actually, a fatal five-way match for shot sure at the Intercontinental Championship. Um yeah, so at WrestleMania 37 whoever wins this Fatal Five-Way gets an opportunity at the belt. Um, in but the, the fa- Fatal Five-Way, we've got um, Apollo Crews, Sami Zayn, yeah. Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura, Cesaro, yeah. and Seth Rollins.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um... And then at the bottom, it says Winner pick stipulation for Universal Championship match at WrestleMania 37, which is Edge versus Jey Uso. Um, one of several matches here with direct WrestleMania implications, a match between Edge and J. Could be quite, quite fantastic while heating up the rivalry between Edge and Roman during mm-hmm. the build-up to WrestleMania, adding the wrinkle of the winner picking the stipulation for WrestleMania 37. So it will be fun to see what what J picks.
1: I've got a stipulation for you. One. I
0: think we shouldn't use the spear. Oh, this one not sound like a... I'm not sure if you've heard this one yet. There's going to be a, a women's pauntlet match That fast lane, and the winner gets uh, a shot at the Brawl Women's Championship.
1: Go on, reel them off.
0: <laughs> Mandy Rose. Dana Brooke.
1: Yeah, we can see where this is going.
0: Charlotte Flair. No way. Iconic Peyton Royce.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Go on.
0: Nikki Cross.
1: This gets worse.
0: Um, The woman from Reckoning.
1: Oh, uh, me may yeah.
0: Lana. Yeah. Naomi.
1: Don't get any better.
0: And guess who's making the debut in a WWE? No way. Pay per view.
1: Replay. Yep. I thought you were going to say Molly Holly then. <laughs> 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 uh, they're in quite good good Um Oh my God, that match. The thing is, so that means it's going to end up being just Flair and Ripley ripping it up as the phrase goes because everybody else isn't anywhere near as a challenge as them do.
0: Um if anyone still listens to this, I haven't forgot about the last two matches on NXT.
1: No, we haven't. This
0: is is just a side thing of an update for fasting when it actually comes around. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got our last man standing uh, shot for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. So it's like Half of it for like a shot at a title, and this one's between Drew and Sheamus. Yeah, um, see who is still standing at the count of ten, and then after that we've got WWE Championship handicap match: Bobby Lashley versus the Miz and John Morrison. I don't know how that one's going to turn out.
1: Oh, I can see how this is going to work. So if, if that's a real match and that's on the card, that means that Lashley will just pin Miz or Morrison easily, surely but he gets
0: them both in the hurt Yeah, but then what I can see happening is they somehow get one over on, on Bobby and then it's going to be like, well, you're the champion, so technically I should have a shot at being a champion. And then Bobby somehow fends both of them off, picks one off from the other, Gets the win, either hightails it out of there or causes more destruction before he goes.
1: Yeah, that's going to that's going to be a, a riveting match. That one.
0: And the the last thing in the fast lane update, in the main the main event. This is going to be another one of those. Bang your head against a brick wall. The crybaby Daniel Bryan gets another shot at the Universal Championship.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just like, look, you. You had a bit of misfortune at Elimination Chamber. Technically, that could have, that should be your first and last chance but one of the build up to it not come out and just whine about it on on raw and then automatically it's like yeah it? got the title short out at, at fast lane but um if you are still listening we are going back to nxt to finish off <laughs> Yeah. Um. We had grizzled young veterans. And I'll try my best to pronounce this. Like Ado, Del- um, Adol- Del- um, which was. Funny when grizzled young veterans came out, he said, "When you're not with your leader, you're just uh, you're just as bitches." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I can't, I can't really invest in this match, but I'll I'll watch it anyway. I don't know what you thought of the match.
1: Well, I, I thought it was a bit of a snore fest. Um, I just, I thought it was one of those matches where I went, why are we watching this match? What has this got to do with anything? Well, I was excited at the end of this match.
0: Yeah, when um, and for people that have watched it and not have watched it, there seems to be like two astronauts coming Coming to the ring, we didn't know who it was going to be, but as soon as they took the helmets off, it was MSK. And so they, they made the way down to, to the ringside and cost grizzled young veterans to the match and then proceeded to do, do like a little dance with, with both arms in the air. And then Breeze and Fandango came out. And I think like borrowed the costumes from them. And then they wanted to dance with Breeze and Fandango. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, yeah, it was, it was kind of a nice way way to say, sorry for i spent so many adverts on, but have a little dance break
1: um, I did enjoy this bit because this means now the tag team division has a few more tag teams to go for the tiles. obviously MSK is the number one contenders but then the other ones can all have a shot after as well so it's not like they're in a rush are they no um but yeah, it looked like a filler match where I'm glad MSK got revenge on the grizzly young veterans. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, yeah. Still um, there.
0: Marshall Sweden on on We. On WE it says on the 21st is fast lane. But I'm reading down a bit further. And it says fast lane takes place on Sunday, March 31st.
1: Yeah.
0: i might. Like, how how can you give us two dates? And then, and then I remembered. Sorry if anybody heard it in the background it's a noisy train that keeps on pass at this time. Um for safety I'm going to go with a 21st because I've I've always known we to do it at the weekend.
2: Yeah.
0: Um yeah but it was good to see groups of young veterans just Basically, just be like, "Oh yeah, we're big and hard and everything else." But when they got beat, it was just like, "Yeah, you, you kind of knew you had it coming to you." Um, which takes us to the next match. Finn Barrett defending this championship against Adam Kong. My problem with this match was, two of my favorite NXT fights, well, um, two of my favorite NXT wrestlers were fighting each other. Well, I was kind of torn between the two. I like Finn's new attitude and I like Adam Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending we'll leave to the end, but for the but for the match at hand, how did you how did you feel about it?
1: Well, the match itself, um, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was great how Adam Cole went for his full repertoire of um, finishes including the last shot and the uh, Panamera uh, Sun- Sunrise, or whatever they call it, Panamera Sunrise, um, which is like a destroyer sort of thing. Um, I thought the match was good, obviously, apart from the um, the adverts, because um, I think there was an advert in this one, wasn't there? Um, yeah, the,
0: the advert seems to be on the
1: Oh, God, yeah, don't even... So I was, I was like, can we can we just like watch one match without any adverts in it? And the ones what I want interested, they want no adverts. Um, I thought the match was good. I thought it was a decent match between these two. Obviously, the storyline was Adam Cole was just turned his back on everybody in his faction, and um, he wanted a shot. It was a two longest reins of the NXT Championship against each other, which was a it was it was good quality this one. I think it was probably one of the best matches of night. But at length and now it kept you entertained with all the different things they were doing. The only thing what missing was there wasn't any high spots when there was, was going outside much. The one as, Balor wasn't flying about as much, but obviously he's a bit banged up from last few weeks of wrestling. Whereas Cole's pretty fresh innit. Yeah. Um, but I liked I liked the result that kept it quite good, um, and I liked the ending of after after it finished too.
0: Yeah. because there was there was one point where O'Reilly came out came out of nowhere out of cold semen coming through to the crowd, and then pin clock guys on him, and did a move to to Adam then initially, and back in He does. He got him into the the car uh, setup, uh, pinned him, and then O'Reilly came into the ring, and Finn was like, hey, you, you go, you do what you need to do, just, just don't mind me. And then we had Adam Cole saying, "Oh, I'm sorry" and all that, and. O'Reilly knew what was gonna happen because Adam tried to go for a low blow again. But O'Reilly caught his arm. And he, he just didn't know at, at that point what he was gonna do, but he just like takes off the undisputed error band that was like on, on Cole's arm. And I was like, yeah, that's just clear and it's all over with now. Like a new look, I'm looking forward to hearing his own theme song when he actually does a single match. But, um, just going through all of this, and because it, it got to the end, um, Finn stood up. And He turned, turned around and he said, "It's about, it's about time." I was wondering when you'd turn up. Sort, of so look, and I was like, "What's he talking about?" And then I looked, and I was like, "That's oh, really Cross." I was like, well, "Now we know when the, whose time's up."
1: Yep, TikTok.
0: TikTok. I thought that was a nice setup.
1: Can't wait, mate. I really can't because this will push Ballard to his absolute limits.
0: Now I'm just having a just having a quick see-through in case I've missed anything. Oh yeah. Early on in the night we did we learn that LA Knight's Elijah Drake mm-hmm. is going to be resting next week yep. against uh, Colossal.
1: Yep.
0: We just cut kind a of promo. And then Cross comes along and goes, right, I want to be your, your first opponent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm not sure if I hit on this next part in our last podcast or any other one. Do you think Ted DiBiase is going to do something about hemic infringement?
1: Cameron uh, Cameron
0: Grimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, well, if they wanted to do it, they could. They could do it. They could do it a takeover. Just to do, just having cost Grimes and match it eventually. they might not do. I mean, obviously the gimmick's quite old. And I mean, to be fair, there's two gimmicks. Why he's infringing? There's the Ted DiBiase one, and there's a bit when it's um, the old JBL one. Because um, he was a money, he was all about money as well, wasn't he? Um, but for the LA Knight stuff, um, I'm quite excited about it, to be fair, because I've seen him wrestling when he used to be a wrestling TNA impact, um, Eli Drake, and that was the LA Knight in um, NXT. He can't make he can't make the brand any worse. I think that they could do with another... He's, a, he's the same caliber as Adam Cole and Finn Balor, and Gary Cross is in that sort of. If they're, if they're giving the right like push, he'll be North American champion quite soon if they, they give him that belt. I can remember. That. Well, if they take him against Gargano first, because he mentioned Gargano in his um, promo last week. So. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens, but should be a good debut match.
0: Yeah, I'm just um just looking him up.
1: What Eli Drake? Or That you mean.
0: Do you remember when he he was in the the horizon? On
1: impact, yeah, probably because there was a yeah, he um, they also teamed with Scott Steiner as well,
0: yeah. And the, by the looks of it, they had um, uh, Drew McIntyre about the time as well,
1: and they did, yeah. But um, did you also know he's using his gimmick from um. Impact as well. The um, what was it going in? Um, I have not What he does? we read do you, yeah, do you know when you can think of it? He yeah. something about, something about the truth. Or oh, yeah, fact of life. That's the one.
0: Yeah. Um, do you remember when they had that uh, title? Titles in a suitcase. Yeah, uh, I think he he won the, the other one, or or paid to get the other one.
1: Yeah. Just on also, um, just to give you a bit more thing about La Knight, um, he also helped a former TNA uh, slash Impact wrestler out was Cameron Grimes. used to be an impact last week
0: um i don't know if if anyone's aware of this by now i think we've all seen wrestling with my family which is paige's story Mm -hmm. um The other, I think it was her brother. He, mm-hmm. He's actually been in WE. Mm-hmm. But it was just like in a a squash match, but didn't really get a a contract afterwards. No. I was watching a, a thing on YouTube about About wrestlers and their relations with other people, mm-hmm. like Alberto Del Rio had one of his siblings come into the yeah. business and tried it for a bit, but couldn't couldn't actually get get going with it. Um, he was there. There was another, another co- cousin from the Samoa family. It uh, looked a bit like, a bit like Roman, but not, but not as buff. But he got, he got beat up, and then Roman decided to come out in a lender hand. I think people that's all all the updates we've got for you to this week unless unless you can think of anything else
1: yeah, no nothing on not looking can think of um, no there was no else really um, all, 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 I, all I can say is all, I mean the next NXT was quite good this week and we just, we'll, our next podcast will be as positive as Smackdown as i been for the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, so we'll be back with the Smackdown podcast. We'll try to get the podcast out as, as soon as possible so you can listen to them. And what I'd say on that one is Goodbye from me.
1: Goodbye from me.